All right, before I get to my next guest, Paul Grangard, I want to give a quick shout-out to our friends over at Positive Vibes Golf. Check them out online at PositiveVibesGolf.com. I follow them on Twitter at PVibesGolf. Their head covers and putter covers are a unique way to keep your mind focused on positive thoughts. They're a great on-course training aid as well because they help you stay positive by putting positive, happy images in your mind. Every time you walk back to your golf bag, you're going to see the head cover. It's going to put a smile on your face. It's going to lessen the tension and really enjoy your round of golf because that's what it's all about. Just like Mitch just said, it's about having fun. Check them out online again at PositiveVibesGolf.com. I want to welcome our newest sponsor, Two Under Men's Performance Briefs, the unofficial underwear of the PGA Tour. Worn by PGA Tour players like Ricky Fowler, David Toms, Jerry Kelly, William McGirt, Jason Kokrak, and Matt Everett, to name just a few. Your buddies are going to think you're a stud if they're even seeing you in your underwear, but that's another story. And your girlfriend and her wife is going to love the side effects, a visibly enhanced profile. The Joey Pouch technology provides the ultimate male asset management. It separates a man's most valuable assets from bodily contact to reduce unwanted skin-on-skin contact, providing less chafing, more control, and an altogether more luxurious feel. Start every round two under by wearing the coolest performance briefs on the market. Use code ONTHET20 to save 20% off your order at twounder.com. And that's the number two, UNDR.com. All right, now back with me on the French Lake Resort guest line is Paul Grandgard. Paul has been one of my favorite guests over the years. We all got to know him when he was the CEO of Allen Edmonds Shoes. He saved that great American company from going bankrupt several years ago. He is now the founder and CEO of Circle Rock, which is a wonderful new uh, men's clothing line featuring custom-made in the USA suits and shirts and, and sweaters, finely woven sweaters, which look absolutely fantastic, European-style outerwear, some very cool gifts that uh, you've heard me talk about on the show before. Go online to check it out yourself at circlerock.com. See what I'm talking about. It all looks absolutely outstanding, and I'm so excited that Paul is back with me again tonight here on Next on the T. Good evening, Paul. How are you, my friend? Hello, Chris. I'm well, my friend. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. So, Good. Paul. Let's go to Michigan. For... Yeah, right? Do you hear, Mitch? Yeah, I mean, that's that was... I mean, I'm. I have not uh, played golf in Michigan, but it sounds fantastic. Well, I, you know, Alan Edmonds is on the other side of Lake Michigan, and I spent nine years working there. The plant is right on the shore, and uh, Lake Michigan is an amazing body of water. One day it looks like a mean Atlantic Ocean. Another day it looks like a northern Wisconsin lake, nice and smooth, like you could water ski on it. And I can just imagine on the other side where all, there are all the sand dunes as Mitch is describing, the uh, the kind of golf course that you can build with the lake right there and the sand dunes, it's got to be amazing. Really, really something to see, I'm sure. I haven't been there myself, but he makes it sound like we got to go. Indeed. So, yeah. Paul, I, I, I want to get your thoughts. You know, for, for those folks that, that weren't with us last time, and, and you've built this wonderful new brand, Circle Rock, Talk about the things that you do and what sets your brand apart from all the rest. Well, it starts with Made in USA. Less than 3% of the clothing that's bought in the United States these days was made in this country. We really led over the last 20 to 30 years an entire industry, not just the final product, the uh, manufacturers, but also the supply chain that went into it go completely overseas. It, it uh, traumatized 
a lot of communities around the country, particularly in the Northeast and in Carolinas, where the fabric industry was. And and so those who survived, that last 3% is made by people who had to be absolutely terrific to hang in there. Um, and so we work with artisans like that who know really how to make fantastic stuff. And, and they're in places that really need the job. Um, my wife and I just dropped our daughter off in Washington, D.C., and decided we would drive back uh, along the U.S. highways instead of along the interstate highways, Kentucky and Indiana and Illinois, Iowa, up to Minnesota, where we live. And we went through some really great towns with gorgeous county seats, buildings, town halls, and, and just the main streets all boarded up. And it just really shows. You know, not we talk in the Midwest about how the Midwest is flyover country and the people concentrated on the coast, you know, tend to fly from one side of the country to the other and just uh, look down at us from 35,000 feet. Well, it's also a little bit true when people drive now on the interstate. You don't go through towns. You just whip along. You see the cornfields maybe, but uh, you don't realize uh, what's going on in those towns. And we really need to support uh, these communities and these manufacturers, and it's worth it. They make great stuff. It's not like we're taking a step back when we do. So that's that's number one is made in USA. Number two is um, price value. We have taken a chunk of the margin out of our pricing because we go directly from the producers to uh, the customer. We're not going through a major retailer with big mall leases and exclusive physical uh, stores. We're, we've got our a physical store that we just opened up, but it's, it's in a neighborhood. It's got uh, some really kind of quaint quirkiness to it, and frankly, it's less expensive. So we give this really high-quality product made in the USA for a much lower price than you'd pay for any kind of similar, similar quality from Italy or you know, from those luxury brands that did ship their production off to Asia years ago. So that's number two. And then number three is, um, you know, I'm really concerned about the dialogue in the country today about, uh, just our psyche, uh, in this country. And, and I'm wondering who's inspiring us to be the best of who we can be. And certainly your listeners in the armed services deserve everybody's great respect. And they inspire us, but you pick up a paper today and you read about, you know, yet another hashtag me too offender and, uh, and just, uh, you know, a lot of the negative stuff in the press. And, and I am fully aware and I know a ton of really good men doing really good work for their companies, for their families, for their communities. And we want to highlight those people. We want to build our brand around those people. And, uh, we also want to talk about them. And if you go on our website, you'll see some interviews with some really impressive uh, men with a lot of uh, a lot of wisdom to offer. So uh, that's part of our brand too. Is just exactly who we're about. Who who are our customers? Who's inspiring us? And and uh, who are the people we want to inspire? Inspire also. So there are a couple of things there that I that I want to get into a little bit deeper, Paul. Let's first stick with the fact that everything you guys do is here in the U.S. And I read on your website, again, at CircleRock.com, it says that in order to make the finest sweaters in the world, we had to go down the road to Winona, Minnesota. Talk about Winona, yeah. Minnesota. 
Well, it's one of those communities. Fortunately, Winona has uh, Winona State University there and another major college, and uh, it's far enough away from the Twin Cities that it's been able to keep its nucleus of companies. There are a couple of great companies headquartered there, one of which is known uh, pretty well around the country as Fastenal, and the owner and founder of Fastenal has been really generous to that community. They have a, a great arts program there. They've got a Renoir in their art museum. They've got, uh, they do a Beethoven festival in the summer. So Winona is right on the Mississippi River. It's one of the own, oldest communities in what was once called the Great Northwest, uh, when the Mississippi was, you know, the main artery going down the middle of the country and, and the railroads were heading west out to the forests and, and the, the lumber out in the Pacific Northwest. So uh, Winona's a great town, and our manufacturer there has been in business 60 years, and it's a German immigrant who's now 80 years old who runs it. His name's Bernie Brenner, and Bernie has an amazing story to tell about being five or six years old when Patton's Army came into Third Army, came into his town and liberated it in um, 1945 uh, near Stuttgart, Germany, and uh, he was aware that the adults in town were so relieved that it was the Americans who came to liberate their town that they got there before the Russians did, coming from the other side. They had heard what was going on in the eastern part of Germany and in Czechoslovakia and, and uh, Austria. They, they just didn't, didn't want to be uh, liberated, quote-unquote, by the Russians. And the Americans brought their bubble gum and uh, were friendly with the kids and uh, kind to the people and, and just brought a, a whole sense of relief. And, uh, you know, there's still a future ahead of us um, feeling to that town. And he said at that age, I want to be an American someday. He came to this country first as a salesman for the highest quality knitting machines in the country. And, you know, the Germans in the, or in the world, and you know, the Germans in their engineering, so in their uh, manufacturing machinery. So, he was representing them, and he got here, and uh, he said, I'm going to stay, and he told his boss in Germany, I'm going to buy some of our own equipment, and I'm going to start a company. And he landed in Winona, Minnesota, and of course, he met a Minnesota girl, and they got married, been married now for probably uh, 55, 50 years, and they've got kids who have grown up and have grandchildren. He has that eye of a German engineer for quality and for attention to the detail that you can't imagine. And he's never wavered. He uh, has always kept those really high standards. He didn't try to compete with Asia production by going down quality. So the stitching, the knitting, the borders between uh, the zipper and the sweater and a quarter zip sweater, uh, these things are all immaculately done. He says, and anybody out there is listening and knows about manufacturing, you always have tolerances in manufacturing. He says, we don't have tolerances here. If you have tolerances, that means you're not serious about perfection. And although it's still something we're working on, he's 80 years old, uh, he likes to say that um, they're going after perfection. And um, you can tell that in the sweaters that he makes. So we're thrilled that he's willing to partner with us. We sell them under our brand, Circle Rock, and um, I wear these sweaters. I get comments on them all the time. We sold them at a couple of golf courses uh, at their holiday uh, 
boutiques that they held last year, and uh, they flew off the shelves because people love them. That's one of the challenges we found in our business. You know, I started off last year when you and I talked trying to be an Internet-only company, and you really have to see, touch, and feel the quality of our products. And so we've opened a store where people can do that now, and we hope that then leads to word of mouth, reviews online, and, and uh, people trusting us uh, a little more because you just you can't quite see how incredible this stuff is when you look at it on on a photograph online. So let's 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 take that to the next step because I you know people that are just learning about Circle Rock and just hearing about you know your company whether maybe it's for the first time or we're refreshing their memories from the last time that you were a part of the show. You talk about the sweaters. Because I've looked online yeah. many times, and the quarter zip and the V-neck sweaters look outstanding. We're he- getting ready to head into into fall. Some parts of the country, I'm sure, up in in Minnesota and Michigan, they're starting to feel fall in the air. Those of us in the south are wishing for fall. But talk about yeah. what you have available, and and what what uh, you know, whether it's the 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 V-neck sweaters, what it's the quarter knit uh, quarter zip, whether it's the sweater vest that you have, which I've got my eye on because. For those of us who still like to play golf when it starts to get cold outside and don't like to be all jammed up in a jacket and, and you know, feel our, our swings get a little more restricted, those sweater vests look great for that. Talk about what you have to offer. Yeah. Well, we want to be known as, as the company for the smarter-looking vest. You know, you, uh, the vest look is all over corporate America today from September through April uh, generally, and um, – Particularly in the colder climate, it's it's become a sport coat replacement, and the sport coat was a suit replacement. So we moved from coat and tie in a suit to sport coats with open collar to where now a lot of guys are wearing a uh, vest with a nice shirt underneath it. And one thing about men and business casuals, it's not very well defined for them, and a lot of guys uh, don't really quite understand it. And you can see that when you're walking through business centers in America, there are a bunch of guys who who think they're dressing for their their peers and forgetting that their peers don't give them promotions. It's not your 28 year old friend or your 33 year old friend who's who's still dressing the way both you both of you did in college who's going to decide whether you're the, you're going to get the next promotion. It's actually somebody up the ladder. How does that guy dress? And how's the guy above him? dress or her and uh you got to think about that so um by the way there have been studies done that how you present yourself makes a huge impact on people it's usually subconscious but it's real and it matters so you know if you're in a career where everybody your age is wearing a hoodie sweatshirt i wouldn't wear a hoodie sweatshirt because it's probably not what the uh, person who runs the firm is wearing and you want to dress for the job you want, not for the job you have, is one of the rules of of dressing. So these vests now, a lot of guys are wearing uh, vests that are are better suited to doing something outside rather than working in the office and presenting to your best client or to somebody up the chain. So uh, we want to help guys pick higher quality vests, not something you'd wear on a hiking trip, not something you'd wear to sweat in, but um, something you'd wear to impress your clients or impress a woman uh, at the bar uh, in the evening. So these things are sweaters. We also have vests now that are made out of 
beautiful woolens, sport coat fabrics that um, that are made in the outer islands of the Herbides in Scotland. And, you know, we all love Scotland and the golfing world. I was just there again this summer and walked up and down uh, St. Andrews. I had back surgery, so I wasn't able to play, but uh, I stood there longingly and looked at the course. These fabrics from Scotland are made in cottages all around these islands on off the uh, northwest coast of Scotland near the Isle of Skye. And they're just gorgeous. And you put one of those into a vest, no sleeves. You wear a, a shirt that, that complements it well, complements it well. And, uh, you'll blow the opposite sex and your, uh, your colleagues away with, uh, how sharp you look. So that's something we're really focused on. We also do great sport coats. Uh, we do, uh, in the, in the sweater, we have something we call a swacket, which is, you know, the, the sport coat motif is changing these days and we've come up with a sport coat that's actually knit like a sweater so it hangs really casually it feels great it, it breathes because of all the space between the the way things are knit together um it's, it's not hot at all and uh it's, it's really a fantastic garment and they're just coming on the market and we've got them and uh then back to Maine usa we worked with a supplier in Brooklyn to come up with this fabulous jacket that we call the uh, the Rosso jacket, named after one of the famous hockey towns in northern Minnesota. Um, this thing it comes in a, a beautiful olive green or a dark navy, and uh, I was told by many experts in the industry, this is one of the things I love about our company and what we're trying to do, I was told by many experts in the industry, if you want to get something, like that, with that finest stitching, with the quality and with the touches of leather uh, linings in certain spots and around the collar, you can't do that here. That capability has left America. You can only get it done in Asia now and uh, or for a ton of money in Italy. And I said, I don't believe that. And I went to a flyer we knew and he said, I'll take it on as a huge challenge. And wow. He really nailed it, knocked the cover off the ball. 330-yard drive down the middle, Chris. It's, <laughs> it's really something. That's awesome. So, yeah. Paul, so there's a couple other things about the shirts. And, and first of all, when I look at your dress and your casual shirts, one of the things it says is they're made 100% cotton chambray. Talk about what chambray is. Chambray is, uh, there are two kinds of um really sharp looking cotton that uh, are a little more casual. Um, one is Oxford cloth, which is woven or, uh, you know, it's, it's put together with thicker threads than you sh usually see in a dress shirt. It's your classic old, you know, back in the days when people wore preppy outfits, that's the Oxford cloth shirt. And um, over the years, people have made a ton of money betting on the idea that Americans don't pay much attention to quality. And so the quality of that Oxford cloth has gotten thinner and thinner over time. You wear through the elbows really quickly. I know that from firsthand early in my career, I wore nothing but these Oxford cloth shirts. It's, you know, it's your classic button down shirt. And, and, uh, I didn't realize it, but I was sitting at a meeting with all the higher ups, the partners in our firm. And one of them lifted my uh, arm up and pointed 
my elbow at our boss and said, you know, if this isn't an indication that we need to raise our base salaries, I don't know what is, because my elbow was <laughs> four inches through my uh, my cheaper Oxford cloth shirt. So we've gone back to get the really high quality Oxford cloth shirt, and um, they're they're Georgia cotton. It's an American cotton, and they're made in this small town in North Carolina, Garland, North Carolina, where the company employs more people than the population of the town. So you can imagine how important that factory is to that town and, and the area around it. Um, so that's one of them. A chambray shirt is, uh, you know, the kind of shirt that you see out west a lot. It's, it's that sky blue, uh, it's, it's a feeling similar to Oxford cloth, but it, it's really, um, I think it's one of the most comfortable fabrics. It's, it's more casual, no question about that than, than pinpoint, uh, Cloth, broadcloth shirts or Oxford cloth shirts, but it's um, it's something you can wear again. Back to this vest idea, you wear the right color chambray with a cool vest, and uh, you're you're nailing it. it. They look great. So they tend to come in colors like blue, black. Sometimes they're done with mother of pearl buttons and a and a uh, sort of cowboy pocket on each side. Sometimes they're done more with a a brown button uh, flow, which is how we're doing them these days, dark brown button flow, which uh, you know, brings out a little bit of the Western feel to them. So, you know, I, I went to college out West. We're sort of on the edge of it here uh, in Minnesota. My wife and I are about to drive out to Yellowstone in a week and stop at Sandhills and try to see if my back can play some golf on the way, talking about fescue fairways. Uh, and, um, I'm going to get a chambray shirt and wear it out there because that's where they look great. And, Paul, when, when you buy your shirt, you can choose not only your exact sleeve and neck size, none of this 32, 33 or, or whatnot for your sleeve size, but you can also customize what color you like, the cuff style you want, if you want a pocket or no pocket, color of the buttons, you know, what color the thread yeah. is going to be for those buttons. You can completely customize this shirt for how you want it. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, with with the demise of the necktie, shirts now look kind of plain up front. And, you know, we all like having our collar open, but especially if you're, uh, you know, uh, want, again, wanting to impress a little more, you know, that row of buttons is an opportunity to show some style, show some some personality uh, in a way that you might have with how you selected your ties in the old days. So, you know, a blue checked shirt, what's called the gingham shirt, or uh, which is a you know a check shirt, or a shirt with a tattersole, which is a a wider check shirt, or uh, a striped shirt. Can, you can really pull out the color of pattern by matching the button to one of the colors in the pattern, rather than just having white buttons as you would have in the old days. Similarly, similarly, you can accent the button by choosing a different color for the buttonhole or for the thread that holds the button onto the onto the shirt. So there are a bunch of ways to play your your look and uh, ways to make it unique to you rather than just be the same as, uh, same you know, and these shirts are pretty common now. People are all wearing them. So it's possible you wear the exact same shirt as somebody else if you don't do something custom. So you know, one guy likes a pocket, another guy doesn't want a pocket. One guy likes 
the little extra flap that goes down the front. Uh, it's called a placket on on the button row. Another guy likes that. Just goes smoothly over to to the buttons and the buttonholes and and not have that extra ribbing along the way. So no placket. Uh, some guys like cuffs with two buttons north to south. Uh, other guys don't want two buttons on their uh, coat. They just want one or on their cuff. So we let you choose all of that stuff. So it's really your own shirt. And we don't charge extra for any of those touches, which is completely unusual, unique in, in the industry. Everybody says, sure, you can customize. It's $5 for that. It's 20 bucks for this. Now, for us, it's that's the cost of the shirt, and we'll make it the way you like. Paul, for for our listeners now that are dying to go out there and see all the great stuff that you have, talk about your website and how they can stay up to date with all the wonderful products and the things that you guys have available. Well, the website is, is simply circlerock.com, and if I can, I'll tell you uh, real quick how we came up with that name. I grew up on a street when I was a kid that had a – we were at the edge of a circle, and it was one-eighth of a mile around the pavement, and in the inside was all grass. It was unofficial park. It's where I first learned to play ball. Uh, the older kids taught the younger kids how to play games, and um, it was really where the community came together. And there was this big rock in it in the northwest quadrant. Uh, it was not smack dab in the middle, which was one of my curiosities. And I always wondered, where did this rock come from? Why did they leave it here? If it was here naturally, why weren't there more? And there was only one when we moved into this house, and I didn't leave it until I went to college at age 18. So I spent a lot of time looking at that rock, wondering how it got there. And uh, I think curiosity is a big hallmark of our country and what makes us special. Our creativity is what sets us apart from other countries in terms of our economy. That's innovation is what makes us great uh, in so many ways here in this country. And that all starts with trying to solve problems and wondering about the world. And I can't even remember how old I was when I first wondered where this rock was. But the other thing was the community coming together in circle. Every summer we had a circle picnic. As I mentioned, we played all sorts of neighborhood games there. Um, it brought us all together. And that's what we're trying to do with this content side of our company. So um, circlerock.com, sign up for our mailing list. Every week we send out interesting information. Uh, this week we talked about the origin of the curveball. As much as I love baseball, I didn't realize that for the first 50 years of baseball, uh, the pitcher's job was really just to throw the ball over the plate and let the hitter hit it and the fielders field it. There was no big attempt to strike people out until somebody started putting some juice on the ball. So uh, the origin of the curveball was an article that we did this week. We've also done articles about heroes in, in uh, the armed services. We've done articles about uh, things you ought to think about. Uh, another one recently was, you know, 100 great places to visit in the world that you maybe never heard of. Um, so we add that to our content about, you know, how to dress and what we're uh, featuring this week among our product lines. So you can get on our mailing list. Love to have you. We've got about 10,000 people now on our mailing list, and we want to keep that growing. And um, also, uh, when I say mailing list, I mean our email mailing list, and, and we're starting to send out catalogs, so we'd love to have your name and address. And we're often, every, uh, these chambray shirts you mentioned and the Oxford Class shirts, we want to get them 
out in people's hands. We want people to get familiar with the brand, so we're selling them for unbelievably low prices right now, not very much above our cost. Uh, somebody's got to pay for the light build, so, so there there is a small profit in there, but um, I'll tell you, it, they're an unbelievable value at the price we're selling for right now. So buy a shirt and see how you like it. See it, Compare it to what you might get at the mall at one of the big brands that you know and uh, what you would pay for a high-quality shirt like that and and uh, see what you think. Well, Paul, it's it's always a privilege to get to spend some time with you and, and learn about the things that you're doing, whether it was back in the day when I first met you at Allen Edmonds or, or now with Circle Rock. The things that you do from a community standpoint that kind of the glue in a lot of these communities, you mentioned the one, up in North Carolina where there are more people that are employed than that live in the city. Those are wonderful stories, and it's fantastic that when, uh, as you talked about at the top, you know, only 3% of the man, uh, clothes manufactured are actually done here in the U.S., and one of your main things is to stay here and be made in the USA. It's a wonderful story. You do a great job, and I can't thank you enough for continuing to come back and educating us on the great things that you're doing and the great products that you have and then uh, what you're doing around the country to keep jobs here in the USA. It's all fantastic. Chris, it's such an honor and a privilege to, to be on your show, and, and knowing who your audience is, it's just uh, I, I want to thank them all for their service to our country, and I, I want to tell you those are the real heroes. So uh, thank you for your nice words, but uh, yeah, I really consider this a major privilege to be able to be on your show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Paul. Take care, my friend. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. In between now and then, all the best to you and your family. Okay. You too, Chris. Thanks very much. Thanks, Paul. That's Paul Grandgard. And uh, like I say, uh, the the things that he has done for the Allen Edmonds Company and now for Circle Rock, keeping manufacturing jobs right here in the U.S. and making great products with high quality. Now, let's, let's start there, right? When, when, when you heard about the, you know, the story with his shirts and the, and the poor quality and the tearing at the elbows and that sort of thing, we're not talking about shirts that you're going to go to Walmart or Target or, or, you know, places like that to buy. These are high quality, beautiful shirts. And like I say, when, when I peruse circlerock.com and take a look at their dress shirts, their casual shirts, the, the vests are fantastic. And again, for, for those of us that are jonesing for fall, Right. And for those of us in parts of the country that are getting a taste, go out there and take a look at those sweater vests because you're going to continue to play golf as it gets a little bit colder and colder throughout the rest of late summer and into fall. Right. And if you're like me and you don't like the restriction of all the layers and the, and you know, all that around you, your shoulders when you're trying to make the turn and that sort of thing, you really want a nice comfortable vest to have on to play. Fantastic stuff on circlerock.com with their vest. And uh, like I say, the opportunity to completely customize your shirt, like Paul talked about, whether you like the placard or not, or one button or two buttons or different color buttons or all of the different things that you can customize at no additional cost on top. Fantastic stuff, folks. So, uh, again, CircleRock.com is is the place. Paul Grandgard is the guy, and uh, he's been a wonderful friend you know, for the last several years and really looking forward to continuing to catch up to hear how that brand grows and grows and grows. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the T. My sincere thanks go out again to Eric Johnson, Mitch Lawrence, and Paul Grangard for joining me tonight. 
please uh, check out our website nextonthetee.net to keep up to date with who are you know who we got coming on, what our guest schedule looks like. Please also check us out all over the net. If if you've got a place that you love listening to podcasts, you're going to find us everywhere. Podbean, our great friends there for featuring the show right there on their app. Can't thank those guys enough. Launchpad.com that's picked up the show. Please uh, click subscribe right there when you go on that site for our show. We really appreciate the fact that people are more and more people are subscribing. It means a great deal to us as well. But you can also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audioboom, Player.fm. We're all over the net. So please check us out there on whatever podcasting site you love the most. Uh, folks, as always, I can't thank you enough for making us a part of your golfing content. Until next week, hit him straight, my friend. You've been listening to Next on the G with Chris Mascaro, where PGA and LPGA pros and top instructors and media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Tuesday to hear more stories about the game we love from people stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about